Guys, before we get into our very sad Vidkreji Memorial episode, I have an interesting tidbit. I think it's interesting. I don't know if you guys think it's interesting. Uh, a, a little bit of a metaphor or an analogy, rather, um, that I want to run by you guys. So you know how, like, in the MLB, the stadiums have different sizes and shapes. Like, the Astros have the freaking ramp in center field. Fenway's got the green giant. They, they don't anymore. Oh, That's they got gone. rid of that? Well, sorry. Um, the Metrodome had the Kemp, the Kemp ad in right field. Uh, so baseball has variable things that you can't bank on game in and game out. In the NBA, you can't bank on the refs being consistent. So like the refs are the stadium, like the refs are to the M- to the NBA as the stadium is the MLB, except the MLB variables are fun. The NBA variable, the refs, is horrifically frustrating. Do you agree with the premise of the analogy? Brandon Beck, the resident baseball and basketball well- guy. Well, no, because there's officials in baseball too. Yeah, but like that's they not the are also. Okay. I I think I think the analogy doesn't exist, but I think it would be fun if basketball stadiums had They're like different. their own unique thing. Like this is good. What if this the Golden good. State War? What if the Golden State Warriors in like 2020 were like we're the best three point shooting team of all time? We're going to make the three-point line 35 feet away so only we can shoot threes. Minnesota Timberwolves City Edition is a lake. Our court's on a lake, and it's like a waterbed, and it's very hard to run. It's like a crash bandicoot court. Like, the Timberwolves are, like, a great drop coverage team and might give up a lot of corner threes. What if they just eliminated corner threes at home? Like, there's just no corner threes. Durf, I feel the, like you're- the Miami Heat, the the rim is on fire. It's like the hoop that you jump through uh, or it's an open door stadium and it's super humid. It's an outdoor court, outdoor not basketball. The heat, it's the humidity. And that's what they said it's every the- time. <laughs> the Miami humidity. They're a terrible basketball team. I would love it if people if you could think of a fun variable for an NBA team, tweet us at no pants crunch. Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin', panty people? Welcome to a very tragic, very sad episode of said podcast, probably a part of the Pull Tab Sports Podcast Network. Uh, I am Jordan Alamat. That's Brandon Beck. That's Nate Alsder. We are coming off a hol- we are we are coming off a holiday hangover, and we are in between Christmas and New Year's, where time does not exist. And we are still rocking Duke Cannon on our armpits and our hair, and we're also wearing lamb chops and Unreal exclusively today. We have not very much to talk about except for back on Friday. Adrian Wojnarowski. How do you say Woj's last name? I've not said Wojnarowski. Wojnarowski. I've not said Wojnarowski in at least six years. Um, reported, sadly, that the Atlanta Hawks, of which Vit Kreji came, uh, got him back, signed him to a two-way, so he's no longer part of the Iowa Wolves. So we thought we would just hop on, do a quick emergency episode, addressing the loss of Vit Kreji, our feelings about his time as a Timberwolf, any stats we could pull. So, gentlemen, short episode, not much format. What are our initial thoughts of of the loss of Vit Kreji? Um, I mean, I think I just think it's like pretty unforgivable by the front office. Um, you know, we we talk a lot about like is the Rudy Gobert trade the worst trade of all time, and that's not something we we subscribe to. But I mean, the fact that they had Vit Kreji in their building and they weren't able to like come to a long term contract deal. 
and that that ended up costing them Vit Kreji in the long run is is just like like front office malpractice. Like when you have an opportunity like that, you really have to capitalize on it. Um, they were they were twenty one and six in in the Vit Kreji era, um, and they're they're five hundred. They're they're one and one since he's left. So I I'm afraid I'm nervous that this could be a turning point in in the season what's been a really fun season and this is just like a really really dark mark and i don't know how they they come back from this if i'm being honest it's it's really tough from a morale standpoint you were talking about the wolves performance as a as a vit kriji haver um 22 and 5 was it when they when we employed 22 and 21 and 6 21 and 6 as we employed vit kriji i want to even go even more macro i want to talk about the s&p 500 let's talk about the stock market from the when the timberwolves signed vit kriji the s&p was at 4,288. And when we lost Vitkreji, uh, it was just shy of 5,000. So it was good for the economy when the Timberwolves had Vitkreji. And I'm worried that like Bidenomics are going to crash because Vitkreji is not a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Durf, how are you processing the loss of Vitkreji? It's been really tough. Um, we had to skip a Christmas uh, with my family because um tier and i just couldn't put on a brave face for i mean it's just tough like i have i have three nephews and a niece and i want to be the best version of myself for them and i just i stayed home um and we just kind of watched highlight videos from the iowa wolves um he had a couple he had a couple um dimes that really really stuck with me that i just had to kind of watch on repeat um so yeah, it's been it's been really tough. I going back to Beck's point, like it is it's front office malpractice and it's the fact that they even let it get to the arbitra- arbitration um phase and and they just couldn't come up with with the numbers to make it work is don't even let it get to that point. You got to offer him a fair yeah. contract. If you got um, good players, if you have a guy with a wolf tattoo, he's got to be a lifer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer and, and it's just it's tough to see for as unimpeachable of a record as Tim Connolly has. Um, this is a pretty damning first first strike, in my opinion. Well, it's as we, just well, it's just like kind of like like you said, like luxury tax be damned. Like you talk about the economic factors, Jally. It's like sure, like on its on the surface of it, does paying Vic Kreji sixty million dollars a year, sixty five million dollars a year over the next eight to ten years? Does that sound like a lot? And then the luxury tax implications kind of like exponentially increase that. And and I mm-hmm. know like, like that, that can be like sticker shock a little bit, but then you think about the money you make by having Vit Kreji on your roster. Like you're right. winning the championship every year. You're selling Vit Kreji merchandise. Like that stuff is just going to drastically outweigh that. And, and it's really, I also want to just say like, it's really exciting for Atlanta Hawks fans um, I'm very excited for them that that they were kind of able to save their season uh, in their this way. Back. They got their guy back, and I'm I'm very happy for them. So, do we do we have any favorite Vit Kreji memories we want to share? What was your um, favorite moment of the Vit Kreji tenure as a team? I, I, the, the other point I was just going to quick oh, throw sorry, in there is, is is like to your point back about like yeah sticker sticker shock and like income that you get driven by the signing 
you're you're opening the market up to an entire new population. You have the Czech Republic that's going to tune in. That's a population of 10 million. That's 10 million more viewers you get per basketball game. So and they're watching making... every game. Yeah, exactly. They're locked in. Yeah, and, and so yeah, it just seems like a huge, huge missed opportunity. And and we're thinking way too micro about this as a, as a leadership um, front office. But yeah. anyway, we we can move into a little bit more positive and kind of just look back at our time with a bit. Yeah. Um, what do you got, Durf? You put together that very nice memorial reel, which was yeah. which was very touching. Yeah. I watched it while shopping for Christmas gifts, and I cried at Rose and Loom in Rosedale, Rosedale Mall. No free ads. No free ads for no free Rose ads. and Loom in Rosedale Mall. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think my first um, my the, the first foundational memory was seeing the tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski that we had signed Vit. Um, well, the, the original tweet came from Johnny. Oh, K. sorry, you're right. It was Johnny K. He did. He was first on the on the report. So shout out, on, John. He was on Crazy Watch. He was. Um, and it just it was a real. I mean, it, it it was so meaningful to this group, the three of us. Um, Panty Nation as a whole. I mean, that was that was a that was a pipe dream for us. Like we didn't think that was ever going to be in the mix. Jordan, you were really the one to to kind of put us onto it. We Beck and I weren't as familiar. Well, but I'm, the truth I'm is 12 and a half percent Czech. So I was locked in yeah. my people. I know I usually flaunt my Arabness, but I also have a little Czechoslovakian in me. So I was checking in. No pun intended on Vitkreji. <laughs> but the truth is, like, Jordan, you were early on the Vitkreji thing. You know, it was on that episode we were talking about Kat and Rudy trades. And, and to be honest, I just didn't think Kat and Rudy was going to be enough to get Vitkreji. Right. And then when he just kind of fell into our laps... I mean, like, like you were saying, Derp, that was just like the best day. I, mm-hmm. I, I kept refreshing Twitter. I thought, I thought it was a fake, thought it was a fake John Krasinski account that. Uh, yeah, it I, I thought it w- I, I couldn't believe that that it was real. That we were fortunate enough to have landed Vit. I was convinced. Day. I was convinced that it was John Krasinski from the office the entire time. I kept DMing and be like, "You're not. This is the right Johnny K. Correct. You work for the Athletic, not for NBC." Um, and, and it turned out to be true. Much um, to our chagrin. My favorite moment was when the media day photos of him in the classic edition jerseys came out. And I said, let me have them. And guess what? They didn't have them because and I, you could do a custom jersey, but then you wouldn't get like, you know, I don't know what those like accents are called in Eastern European countries In my own people. I don't know the language, but like, you know, like the little things that make the seas more fun. Um <laughs> I'm sad that never popped up at fanatics.com backslash Timberwolves team store. Brandon, what was your favorite Vitkreji moment? Um, well, so like, like Durf said, I think the day, the day that we signed him was a, was a really special day. Another really great Vitkreji moment and just kind of exemplifies that he was more than a basketball player. Like he was a, he was a man of the people is, is when he went out of his way to like listener Holly's drawing of him. Um, that just shows that he's out there. He appreciates how much the fan base like backed him and supported him. Um, Just like a real, a real man of the people. Moving forward. How do we commemorate Vitkreji? I think we get a Vitkreji Memorial Award in the forthcoming Sakwin Pipes. Um, For sure. Probably going to be an episode coming up here pretty soon. Um, (laughs) What's your least favorite Vitkreji moment? Mine was losing him to the Atlanta Hawks. How about you? Oh my gosh. I, the fact that like, I, like not, I don't want to make any announcements, but this might be our last episode of Crunch Wears No Pants. We're kind of exploring opportunities to podcast with the Atlanta Hawks yeah, moving mm-hmm, forward right. because we want to 
like if if the organization that we're podcasting for isn't isn't taking their job seriously, we would we want to make sure we're focused on an organization that does. Um, so more to come on that. Uh, but yeah, my least favorite moment was just just the day that we lost him. This is um this is alarming news. Harry the Hawk of Atlanta Hawks fame, the mascot, he does wear pants. So it is a little more family friendly as well. So it checks a lot of boxes is he, for us. Is he topless though? Or does he also no, wear he's okay. wearing an Atlanta Hawks jersey? I'm trying to hit hit, hit images, but Zoom and Google I mean Chrome that's that to me, right to me, that's that's an indication of it wasn't just the front office. It, it clearly was top to bottom, because clearly bottom seems to be the issue because Crunch wasn't wearing pants. And and Vit left for a mascot that's more um, family friendly and more um, you know modest, and, and we can't yeah. really fault him for that. You know, like you maybe know just why? Vit does Vit just maybe value like value like the wholesomeness of the organization a little bit more than the Wolves were able to offer him because we never I got any reports. Yeah. I guess what the final like contract extension offer number was, and maybe there just wasn't a number that was high enough for Vit. Because of the whole crunch situation. Right. I think they were reporting. um, I think it was Shams was reporting. I think it was 14 figures was the final number. Um, But that's paid over. Is that annualized or is that is that total value? It's it's total value, but it's over. I I think it's over a 20 year period, which, again, we could have done that. Like that's that's an option. Um, But. Math. Well, if you do the math, you can figure out you can solve for X. Isn't that true, Brandon? When you do the math, you can solve for X, generally speaking. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I think that concludes our our Vit Kreji episode. Um, We just want to thank you guys for a wonderful 2023. Our first full year of podcasting as a member, uh, as as a as a crunch wears no pants community. We have a very fun January coming up. Deej and I were tweeting and we figured we would call it guestuary. Because like nice. it's it's a January like it. of of, mm-hmm. of guests, uh, so we have three coming up, possibly four, possibly five, because we know Chalanga and Dylan are always down. We also know Jake Scraps is most likely down. We also have to get Nate on the show at some point. Uh, not Nate Alsurf, Netclo, uh, not to dox you, dude. And but and have- and and potentially, I mean, I mean, we'll talk about it, but maybe maybe a live show at uh, C and D Granite. Um, we talked about this on Twitter, you yeah. know, outdoor. You got to follow uh, us on Twitter. The, the, yeah. The, Ju- the Giuliani esque, uh, live show mishap. So we'll, we'll, we'll workshop that and you'll hear about it. Hell yeah. So if you have a potential guest that you'd like to hear on the show, please tweet us at no pants crunch and we will try to get them. But yeah, guestuary coming up. I think it might start as early as next week, but it for sure starts on the ninth. So I'm really excited for, for guestuary. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we, uh, we hit uh pause on recording or stop rather? I, I don't think so. Um, we love you, Vit. We miss you, Vit. We wish you the best of luck in Atlanta. And congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks on the 2024 NBA championship. What if he's a contributor? I will feel so bad. <laughs> what if the Wolves play the Hawks in the NBA finals and Vit Kreji has like a game? <laughs>